<laughs> Sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Sketchcraft Morning Podcast, Episode Eight. We made it this far, folks. Eight whole episodes. <laughs> Starting today, really. I'll explain more in a minute. Here we go. Alrighty. Um, so interesting. I've actually been doing the morning podcast for a couple years, but um I switched the podcast feed today over from I was using Pinecast. Okay, so initially, way back in the day I used Podbean. And then I transferred from Podbean to Podomatic. Um, I spent like 200 a year hosting that service. And then I quit the podcast, saved myself 200 a year. And eventually when I started the podcast back up, we just did it on YouTube. And then earlier, last year, around November, I found Pinecast, which offered $5 a month to host unlimited storage. So I just started putting up some episodes of the mega show there um ignoring all the morning podcasts and all the other podcasts that we did for years and years and years because uh, i'm like i'm not i'm not dealing with that um and then the other day i was listening to this podcast called uh, the cinephiles which i've been listening to for a number of years and uh i'm, I'm off and on a patron of theirs so sometimes they they disappear um a little bit so i spread my patron money around the patreon money around to people who are actively producing. Um, but they, they produce a lot, so I'm probably going to have to go back to supporting. Well, they started advertising a service called Anchor. Um, now, now this is not an ad for Anchor. Okay, I will be adding those soon. But this isn't. This is just me letting you know that I decided to go and transfer the podcast to Anchor because it's free, unlimited storage, and my goodness, super easy to upload. I just uploaded, like, how many of these things? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight podcasts, super fast. So, uh, they're good. They're quite good. And then what I'm going to have Brandon do, uh, over the course of the next few months or so, as on the weekends, I'm going to have him, uh, re-upload the original podcast from 2010 to 2015, um, those really early episodes. And we're going to have to make like a disclaimer. We'll make a little audio thing that goes before it that explains that this is super old. Um, but it'd be great to get that back up on there because when you go to like the iTunes, it's got like pretty good rating. But all the episodes they're talking about in the reviews aren't actually in there because I didn't want to pay for it anymore. So, um, yeah. Sucks because some of those episodes had... 100,000, couple hundred thousand downloads. It's crazy. Um, now I'm lucky to get like 100, but I, I don't really care. Ah, Brandon do that. And since Anchor's apparently pretty freaking easy to use, even Brandon can do it. So it'll be fun. They, they have this thing where you can set up ads. So their first ad is just making one for their service. And uh, Brandon and I will, will record that. That'll be fun. <sighs> it's been a long couple days, folks. I won't lie. I'm supposed to wait to talk about this with Brandon. But 
Um, I'll talk about it with Brandon again uh, in about a day or two. I just kind of wanted to get a little bit of this stuff out of my head. So uh, a couple days, about yesterday or so, the day before, yesterday, I, oh, I'm losing track. Yesterday, the day before, a little blurry. Um, I, uh, I just called it quits on the game cave Kickstarter. I just had, had enough. Um, I'm just going to take out a loan, uh, and, and refund, you know, that's, that's a twelve thirteen thousand $13,000 Kickstarter. Uh, my business partner at the time, he looted, he looted the moolahs, you know, six years ago and left me stranding and uh, amongst a few other Kickstarters. And I'd use my life savings to bail those other Kickstarters out, which I did because the work was done. Um, and then I just decided to make Game Cave. It was initially supposed to be like a game magazine that I was going to make it like my own book slash game magazine, comic book. And then life kept getting in the way. And every few months or so, someone wants to know what's going on with the game cave even though even though i constantly post updates um on all the social medias the kickstarter is not something i update too often mostly because it's a giant colossal pain in my ass to upload an update really it is it takes up a couple hours and i get headaches so that's like these podcast folks like i do them regularly only because i turn on the microphone record and upload this i do it all in one take on obs so Anything beyond that, it's just too much effort. Editing stuff down and trimming it, I could be drawing. Um, this takes up enough of my time. So with the Kickstarter, I would be more inclined to update it if there were significant moments, like this chapter's done, here's a sample, moving on to the next chapter. But it never got that far. Uh, I finally got the first game review rebuilt in this manga digest format, and written and done and complete. And it had all the artwork in there, and it finally worked, you know. And then I went off to draw some of the comic portions. And between that and Mega Visions, I don't know, and work, uh, some people expressed their displeasure, and I couldn't disagree with them. Couldn't disagree with them, you know. So um, I, I didn't much care for their tone, and they didn't like my tone, and we both disagreed. But at the end of the day, literally the end of my day. I just asked my wife if uh, my credit's all fixed up, you know, I can take a three or four year period to pay off alone with a minimal amount of interest for the business. So I'm going to have to eat this cost. Um, now, some of the backers have been super cool and they've been like, please don't, don't bother with the refund. And to those people out there, thank you, you know. Uh, truly, like that, that means so much. It really does. Uh, I've backed a number of Kickstarters 30, 40, somewhere around there. Uh, most of them gone well, some of them disappeared. Others, they tried and failed. This was one of those ones that I tried, I failed. You know, I can go and blame Josh and blame, can blame everybody, but I always just blame myself. Uh, I did get some unfair comments. I think some people were like, you could go wash dishes or take out loans. And I'm like, man, dude, you know, like the world just has a serious lack of empathy right now. And I, I don't really feel like adding to it. <laughs> you know? Like if washing dishes could solve this problem, believe me, I would have gone there. But it's just a lot of money. 
It's a lot of money for me, man. I'm not, I'm not a wealthy dude. You know, I'm not a wealthy dude. So, owing 13 grand for six years is a tremendous amount of money for me. So, um, that being said, I just can't think anymore. Like every time I, every time I had like a holiday, you know, a weekend, anytime I was just outside enjoying the view, I kept hearing that thing in the back of my voice. Keep you working on that GameCube, you know? Uh, so it's like, it's hard, you know, for six years to be like, every time I turn around, I, I owe something. No matter what I do, like, I, I worked on Spyro, and when that game shipped, it was hard to be excited because I still own Game Game, you know? Um, when I got the Game Informer cover, I remember Lauren Marshall just did an interview with her on the Morning Podcast episode, what was that, episode two. Uh, by the way, the podcast is on now. It's on iTunes, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcast. So we already, we're already growing, growing our, <laughs> whatever, our little sketch tendrils getting out there but lauren you know she, we, we, we've been art friends for a while and when that game informer cover shipped she was like why aren't you like way more excited about this why aren't you like promoting this and i'm like i'm trying to keep a low profile because every time i do something you know there's there's a group of people who are like you could be working on the kickstarter why are you taking this other work as if i'm somehow like living off thirteen thousand dollars for six years I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, so the lesson I learned is, and I've, God, I've just, I've said this so many times. Right now, I'm supposed to be working on freelance work, but I can't think about anything but this. Um, I, I almost don't know what to do with myself. So I'm like, let me just talk it out a little bit. Um, and then when Brandon gets on, we'll, we'll, we'll do this again. Um, it'll be nice to have a second opinion. But for me, like, like right now, um, every time I would post something, I would do something, do anything, you know, I was supposed to be doing something else. So that, my, my, there's only so many times you can do that before your wife or your significant other, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever. Um, before they're like, they get tired of it too, you know? Um, and she's seen it. Now, I don't talk a lot about this, folks, but it weighs on me tremendously. Um, I took the the Mega Visions gig as a way to help pay some extra bills, you know, and to take the game magazine stuff that I've developed for Game Cave and put it to good use, and and to eventually teach other people how to make this game magazine stuff the way I make it, you know, um, because I don't want to do it anymore. Like I didn't want to do it anymore a year ago. And Mega Visions was a way for me to kind of get back into doing it because I could not go to, in you know I couldn't go into InDesign and work on GameCave. Like it just every time I did, a slew of emotions and thoughts and fear and anger and everything just would hit me. And so uh, Mega Visions, the magazine, allowed me to to get past that because other people were depending upon me to get that done. That being said, I'm not doing it forever. Literally, this is my last issue in terms of graphic design. I'm ha I made all the templates. 
I'm handing the templates over to the Megavision's crew, <clears throat> uh, and I'll give them my opinion with what they do with it, but after issue 9, I'm done with game magazine layouts for the foreseeable future. And maybe one day I'll put one in a graphic novel somewhere for fun, but um, I'm done with that. Uh, it's it's just brought me a lot of pain. Ever since I first worked on Game Fan in 2010 with Dave, it's just, for, for almost 10 years now, it's, I'm not going to say it's ruined my life, but it's brought me a lot of r personal ruin. You know? And, uh, I'm proud of the work I've made, but I'm not proud of the amount of time I've wasted making it. You know, the, the, the emotional toll it's taken on me and the money I've spent on software and this Kickstarter, you know, and paying people to write reviews. I've, sp I've spent two, three grand just paying people to write game reviews, you know, and I'm... I'm tapped out, folks. Like, you know, like, I just, the, a couple, you know, people expressed their displeasure to me. And I finally just said, you know, I, I, I agree. I should be borrowing money or washing dishes. It's, I find that ridiculous. But, I mean, point taken. Okay, fine. You know, if I got to take the hit, I'd rather owe the bank than 189 people on the internet that I'm, that somehow have a greater sense of me ripping them off. Like folks, I don't, I don't steal, you know, like I'm deathly afraid of breaking laws, you know? And, uh, you know, I'm not a perfect person by any measure, you know, but I've always gone out of my way to do what's right. You know, um, I actually believed in all that shit when we were kids, you know, like being the good person, doing what's right. Even if it means you get the shit kicked out of you, you stand up for the person getting bullied. I believed in all that and I got the shit kicked out of me and, you know, I got made fun of and, you know, my, my family, sh I, 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 I understand that arc as a person and, um, I, I can't do it with the art anymore. You know, I can't do it where people just feel like I'm ripping them off. I can't live in that world. You know, if they're just, look, man, if I make a comic and you're like, I don't like the comic, Rob, fair. But Rob stole my money and never produced a comic is not something I can live with. You know, like, I just can't. So, uh, the only way out is to pay it off. <laughs> you know, that's it. It's the only way out. And, uh, it just means that I essentially bought a car called Game Cave. Um, I know I've looped a few times there, but what can you do? You know? So here I am supposed to be working on freelance, and I'm like, I don't want to do anything. So I try to get productive, and I'm like, well, I'll finally transfer that podcast, and I'll try uploading episodes. And then, what am I supposed to do? Like, Today I was supposed to go to the gym and swim, but I got there and the the lanes were closed for a giant swim meet. I, I go to the YMCA, the local YMCA, the giant aquatic center. I'm like, I'm going to go in the pool and just, I need my mind to disappear for a bit. And I couldn't even do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to fucking throw a temper tantrum as much as I want to. 
I'm not going to do it. You know, not about this. So just came home, ate some watermelon, spent time with the animals, spent time with the wife, crawled up here and just stared at my computer, you know, for six hours. It's ridiculous. Um, not knowing what to do next. Uh, it's tough when you when you really have just been thinking about one thing, and then you're like, "Well, that's over. Uh, now what? What is next?" So, um, the world of Game Cave and all the comic book stuff—that's that's what I'm going to be doing next. So, um, I've. I love that world. It brings me tremendous joy. Like that was the part that just has not been difficult to do. I've had to build a skill set to be able to do it all by myself. That See the thing is is making a game magazine the way I've been doing it is not hard if I just had one more rob. <laughs> you, you know you ever read Calvin and Hobbes and Calvin had that that cardboard duplicator machine. You know, where he'd step into the cardboard and he would come out the other side and he would duplicate himself. But it seemed like it never worked right anyway because each one of those Calvins was like a different a aspect of his personality or each one was lazier than the next. But it's like, that's what I wish I had. At least, a, you know, if I could just duplicate myself. Uh, that's not that's not going to happen. Um, I do have help with Brandon and Jess, but they, they're, not, they're not a me, you know? And so... Um, to make a game magazine by myself with writing and graphic design and art and all the things it takes to do it, even at a Megavisions level, which honestly is one-third the amount of effort that Game Cave took, is still too much for me to do in a timely manner. Uh, unless that's the only thing I'm doing. And the reality is, folks, as much as I love it and as much as their Patreon, their patrons and their, you know, their fan base loves that magazine, it doesn't do me any favors. Like, I just don't get any push anywhere from it. And if any employer ever looks at it, they're just confused by what I'm doing with the magazine, you know? And now that I work in games, um, it does confuse. Like, are you with press? I mean, you, you got NDAs. I'm like, no, I'm not with press. This is a retro magazine. It confuses people, especially when it's like a fictional magazine. So, um but the comic part confuses no one to say, hey, uh, I'm working on a comic book. It's about a video game store that imports video games and they go on adventures. You know, imports video games from another dimension, imports our video games from another dimension, and they go on adventures. Is it, is, people go, oh, wow, never really thought about that. So, like, uh, that is fun. That is fun. And so I have with Game Cave two two sort of storylines. One is like the big Full Metal Alchemist storyline. There's a giant quest that they go on. And then there's this slice of life stuff, which is more like Nichijo, if you've ever seen that anime, um, or Clerks, where it's just their daily stuff. In Bombcat's case, it's her playing these video games um, while she's transporting games from Earth to uh, Vania, their planet their planet from Earth to Vania, um, and back and forth from Vania to Earth. So, so 
I'm going to start with that where Bombcat and Kacha are playing games, Little Reapers, and just finish that. And then I, I think I'll go do a game cave uh, main story thing. And then come back, back and forth. So hopefully every year to year and a half, I'll have that complete. And then we can go and collect that and print and ship that out. You know, and that's all I'm going to, that and, you know, some commissions on the weekend are all I'm going to do aside from my, my regular work. I am not going to be pursuing any other art jobs other than what I currently have or where it leads me. But um, it is tricky to to just get yourself in the rhythm of like doing it every week or every day. Not that drawing it is difficult. It's just, you know, we had to make decisions. Once you put it on the page, you're like, that's the decision. I made that. That's the way it looks. And then just getting over your insecurities, you know, like, oh my God, what are people going to think when I do weird balloons or I'm drawing cartoons? So, um, <clears throat> but that's, that's really it. But I was legitimately confused. Like, am I going to do that? Or am I not going to do that? Like my, my way out is now I don't have to do any more comics ever, but I do really enjoy this universe. I wish I could do it all at once. You know, I wish I could take everything I know about Game Cave and spew it all out at once, but that, it's not going to happen. It's a ten, it's a ten to fifteen year project. It took Miyazaki, Hayao Miyazaki, twelve years to draw Nausicaa. I'd like to have this whole universe thing done within the same time frame. You know, is the goal. But the game magazine portion has to stop. It just eats up too much time. It eats up too much time. There's just not enough reward, and I really would like to just save. Um, my fan art stuff for commissions or if I want to do one big piece. Like if I want to do a big piece on uh, Klonoa, I'll do a piece on Klonoa and there it is and that's it. But I'm not going to make a... I tried. I, I really wish I really wish um, I had the ability to take a loan out four or five years ago to pay this off because I, I would really like those years back. <laughs> of just endlessly trying to figure out how to make this all work. So, um, anyhow, uh, if you back the Kickstarter and you want your money back, make sure you get me your PayPal info starting uh, December 1st of this year. I will start those. Um, and that offer will be open for 12 months and then I'm done. So you all have 12 months starting December 1st to get that refund and then I'm closing it out. So, um, but if you really want to support me, please, <laughs> uh, just let it go. No, you know what I mean? I get it. I get it. Some people just can't. Uh, and I hear you. Um, but for those that have just, I just want y'all to know, uh, how much that means to me, you know, how much that means. That means... Uh, I didn't expect anyone. So the fact that even one person has offered that, uh, it, it really means a lot. You know, that's been the best part of this. I've had a few people reach out to me and send me personal notes, let me know how much I've helped them in their lives with this podcast and all the YouTube videos and sharing all the art stuff and and those things that, I mean, I never would have thought that would be even remotely possible when I was even a teenager in high school. I never thought... 
any way, shape, or form that I would be able to influence anybody ever. Unless maybe I was able to publish my own comics. And even then, I figured I would just have to sell them within the greater California area because I'd have to somehow get them printed and then drive those comics to individual shops and sell them because there was no way I was going to get hired by a major company. I just wasn't very good, folks. So the fact that I can have a positive influence on anyone uh, really, really does actually make me feel pretty good, despite what the, the little sad face Rob looks like right there. Uh, I do. And for the people that feel let down or mad or angry at me, just uh, understand, please, that I'm, uh, I feel the same way about me, too. You know, I really wish I had never, ever, 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 ever worked with Josh. And uh, I can't take that back. I wish I'd never worked with Dave on GameFam. You know, if I had never learned how to make a game magazine, I couldn't have got myself into this mess in the first place. So I'm hoping that the end result will be this cool Game Cave universe that, you know, I'm not going to say is ever going to bring in any kind of real income, but, you know, maybe it'll it'll help lead to something important and it'll entertain people. And when someone says, do you have any original ideas? I can go there. It's right there. That's it. But that's it, folks. The Game Cave stuff, that's all I got. I've got a bunch of original ideas. I got Game Cave and the Game Cave Adventures. And as far as writing, that's it. That's all I got. So I'm not going to be like, here's Game Cave, and here's my other universe, and here's my other universe. And uh, now it's, it's just this shit. <laughs> it's this goofy little thing I've conjured up that brings me. It actually puts a smile on my face. It's like, it's better than buying toys because I get to play with my little action figures, you know? Um, I just have to calm my mind down when I go to work on it because I, it can't all be done at once. You know, I think that is the bigger, that is the bigger thing, lesson to learn is that when you're doing this, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You can't get it all out at once. Uh, and I do think you can spend uh, an unhealthy amount of time trying to play these time trickaroo games. Like if I just change my style this way or I cut this little thing out, this will this will this this will save me time and this will somehow get everything done faster. You know, what will get things done faster is just being comfortable with it, you know? At some point it's never gonna get done faster. It's just gonna get done. You know? So uh having worked on projects that are pretty professional, I can tell you how many games have you bought that were bug-free? None. <laughs> Final Fantasy Taxes has bugs. Mario 64 has bugs, you know? Like, things are never really complete. They're just, that's all the money. We have to stop. So, uh, that's it. That's all I got. So, I'll, I'll bring this up with Brandon. We'll be reiterating it. It'll probably be a more fun podcast listening to me chat with Brandon. But I just want to put my own two thoughts out there. And I do hope that I haven't let too many of you down that you can understand that, uh, hey, look, if, if you ever feel like you've had enough, it's because you've really had enough. There's no shame in that. It's not failure. It's that thing did not work. I can't make it work. It needs to stop. It's now entering way past the unhealthy zone. It can't take a toll on me. It can't 
chip away at me. I can't have one more nightmare about it. It's, uh, it's over. And moving on in my life, uh, I will never, ever, ever, I solemnly swear, make a Kickstarter in which the the project is not done before I do the Kickstarter. The project will always be done before I do the Kickstarter. Um, that's it. That's what I promise. So, that's all I got. <laughs> Let's hit the music. That was a fun episode, right? <laughs> a little bit of a downer. A little bit of a downer. But you know, that's that's life, folks. Hills and valleys, right? Hills and valleys. Sometimes you get back to the future. Sometimes you get back to the future, too. <laughs> hey, I like that movie. Sorry, sorry. Sometimes you get Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Sometimes you get Cool World. Sometimes you get Monkey Bone. You're like, fuck. Was there nothing else at Blockbuster? Nothing? I'm out of here, folks. 